Congratulations, your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. And wow, do I ever have a treat hello, for you. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen this? of the world. Guys, it is episode 1500, and we are going to celebrate today I by, have by letting this guy <laughs> hopefully come in here and do a decent job for us, not blow up the world. I've only done this one other time. One other time uh, on episode one thousand. And for those of you that are that are uh, not able to watch, we've got a lot of ladies watching this. If you notice when Pamela's talking, she's looking up. She's like, "Dear Lord." <laughs> Please, please help this go well. All right. For those of you who weren't around for episode 1000, uh, this is episode 1500. I have faith-filled invited my husband to join me today. Um, This is the man behind the scenes. We typically keep him behind the scenes. For a reason. For a reason. (laughs) No, it's because you're good. You're good, babe. You you have skills. You're fantastic. Um, So occasionally, like every 500 or 1,000 episodes... Uh, We set up two microphones and say, hey, babe, come in here and do this with us. Today is completely unscripted. Uh, This is just a special time to just celebrate like, wow, this journey has been wild and crazy. We didn't see it coming. It's not like we sat around and wished for, wow, I wish we could have a devotional podcast. That right. never... Well, and it's it's the unscripted part of this that's so dangerous because I have I have done a couple of backup quarterbacks over the years, like when Pamela's been sick or something like that, but that's scripted and Pamela reads the script and she approves the script and <laughs> Lonnie, you say the words that are on here and that's all that you say. It's the unscripted part that we unleash, Lonnie, that can be a little bit... A little bit difficult. So for all of you out there, please be be praying as this goes that Lonnie, Lonnie does not has curse. a lot of passion. No curse words. And he sometimes <laughs> uses um colorful language. Right, right. But he loves Jesus. I always feel like that's kinda like the the disclaimer I give is he he really well, Pamela does says love before Jesus. it starts, she says, Go out there and pray and get yourself right. She wants she wants the fire, right? Fire is good. Fire you can you can use fire to cook your food, you can use fire to light and heat yourself. You can also use fire to burn your house down. So <laughs> don't burn the house not, down, is uh, what I'm saying. We want enough Lonnie, but not too much. Uh, this is what I should say too. Um, if you're a regular listener of the podcast and um, you just don't like Lonnie, um, join me back. again tomorrow. If you like him, send me lots of messages that you love him. He's a good man, and I'm excited that he's here with us. He really is behind the scenes. Uh, although you haven't heard from him since you know 500 episodes ago. He works on every single episode. Uh, he makes my voice sound good. Yeah, well, that's yes. not too hard. That's not. Too hard. Oh, thank you, babe. That's You're not too so hard good to me. But it's this has been a great you know project for us over the years now that we've been doing that because we each do have different skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, there's no way I could come on here every day and do this. Every, I mean, I don't think you realize how many other daily podcasts that you see out there that have been going. We've almost been going almost six years now. Mm. In January, it will be six years. This been a daily 
podcasts. How many others do you find out there that aren't maybe just taking reading a piece out of a book or something like that, but that are actually legitimate, original content podcasts on a daily basis? You don't see that. Lonnie could not do that. Lonnie would not be good at that. I'd give about five or six out there and then be like, <laughs> uh-oh, what are we going to do from here? So, But I'm good behind the scenes and mm-hmm. taking care of the little bit of details, the, the technical aspect, which a lot of people focus on the technical aspect of podcasts, and it's really not near as hard as you think. Uh, there's a little bit that goes into it, but the thing of it is, either one of us could do this by ourselves. I could do this by myself. Pamela could do this by myself, but it would be nothing like what it is together, and so it's great that that God put us together all those years ago, and we're such a good fit together, and we're able to produce something that's so much bigger than what either one of us by ourselves could be. <laughs> I love that. So for those of you that don't know our story, um, gosh, Lonnie and I are actually high school sweethearts, and it's been a long time since high school. It's, it's been a little while. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about it last uh, night. We are, uh, in a few more months, we will have been married for 30 years. 30 years. And last night over dinner, we were talking about, goodness gracious, 30 years of marriage. And I said, that means we're old, but I don't feel old. And he says, <laughs> Sometimes mm. I do, for sure. <laughs> Uh, but Lonnie was actually my very first prayer. Like literally he was my first prayer. I was 15 years old. I grew up in this little bitty country town. And, uh, what I always say is by the seventh grade, every boy in our school was either our cousin or we'd already dated him or both. He was our cousin and we dated him. So I prayed my first prayer and I asked for God to send new boys to our school. Now, I preface this by saying, new boys do not move to little bitty Ava, Missouri. No. That doesn't happen. There's no reason for a new boy to move to Ava, Missouri. But uh, at 15 years old, I meet the new boy, and he walks into my high school, and I I knew, like... He's the answer. He's the one. I've never seen him before. He didn't wear overalls. He didn't ride a tractor to school. In fact, he wore British Knights shoes. I don't know if anybody remembers British Knights shoes. Do you remember your British Knights? I remember. remember. You were the only boy in the hallways of Ava, Missouri that wore British Knights. And I was like, I don't know who this boy is, but he is the answer to my prayers. Well, and it it really, I mean, it was a God thing in hindsight, looking back on it, because I grew up in in a little town outside of, of Dallas. Yes, that's where the accent comes from. A little town in Allen, Texas. And I went there from kindergarten through the majority of my freshman year of high school. So that's where I grew up. And for some reason, my parents decided that they wanted to go off into the country and they picked Ava, Missouri. We didn't know anybody. There was no family. There was no reason at all to go there other than that's just the area that they picked and liked. So we moved there from Dallas to Ava, and I was freaking miserable. I mean, you can only imagine. It was it was a culture shock. I was a fish out of water while, you know, Pamela talks about this new boy with these British knights. The, the other boys there were, were looking at me like, who the... Who are you? Who is this guy that that just walked in here? So it was quite the cultural shock, and I I was miserable for a long time. But again, in hindsight, God put this thing together from mm. from a long ways away. Do you remember what you said to me on the pet bus on the way back from a basketball game? I think. Do you remember your line? What you said to me? 
And later I remember, you confessed I remember that some, it was a lie. I remember something, but I shouldn't say it on here. I don't know which no, one you're. Not. I don't know which one you're talking about. One, you said that you prayed for me on a blue moon. Oh, on a blue moon. That yeah. was a lie. Yeah, well, you know, a little exaggeration. I just remember Sometimes the thinking, moons look a little blue, don't they? I just remember thinking this guy is romantic. Yeah. That's- <laughs> <laughs> sure. I a, was fooled. What a shock. I was straight up fooled. What a shock. Uh, but Lonnie and I have been together since we were teenagers. Uh, we got married six days after I graduated high school. Uh, and we've just been together ever since. And if if you meet us in person, you will see we are actually quite opposites. Uh, we are opposite in yes, most and, and, every way. We really and a, are. And a lot, Our personality wise, for sure. Yeah, personality <laughs> wise, for sure. Let's describe each other. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, heck no. This is bad. This, this is, is good. Re- this is good. This is recorded this is for all eternity. Okay. Guys, if I there were are to no right answers. Here. <laughs> Did I just set you up? <laughs> oh, girl. Be nice. Okay. Remember, I'm a words yes. girl. So. Okay, wait. I'll go first. Okay, if I were to describe Lonnie, I typically say that Lonnie doesn't like people, but that's not right. Lonnie actually does like people. He just likes... Small doses, small, small doses, groups. Few people. Yeah, right, right. Um, but if I were Easy to... Easy to escape. <laughs> you don't love getting caught in conversation. Pamela, and this is, Pamela is the initiator. There's no question. She initiates conversation. She was the one that came up to me in high school. Now, it was about a different girl, but she was the one that came up to me then. She was the one that wanted to adopt children. Uh, that She's the one that that started the the mentoring kind of program. Of the, well, it was a different name a long time ago, but what Big Life originally started as uh, a long time ago. So she definitely is an initiator, and then I'm a little bit more of kind of the follow-through uh, type of a person, but... I mean, you. How would I describe Pamela? She's she's life. She she exudes life. That's you know. Of course, I was physically attracted to her in high school, but after being around her for just a very short little while, I, I mean, she. You get it across this, and that's why so many people listen to this is because of the life that comes out of her. And the one thing that you get with us, whether it's here, you know, on this podcast, even with me being here, or with with Pamela on a daily basis, you can't fake. 1500 episodes you can't fake six years of doing something the one thing that you do get with us is authenticity we're we're authentic we are who we are now we do try to be the best version of who we are but you know this license of authenticity isn't a license to be a uh butthole butthole okay i can say butthole okay <laughs> it's not a license to be a butthole or a jerk or you know uh, uh Whatever it's not, it, that doesn't give you permission to be the worst of who you are. It is the, the call, the responsibility to become the best of who you are. So you get the authentic version of us here. And for those of you out there, I, I really like to make these much more about you than about us. But for those of you out there, find those things that you fit into. Good is hard. Good things are hard. That's just the way that our marriage from the very beginning. You know, I was, Pamela was a junior in high school and I was in the army in Germany. And this was before cell phones. Mm. We, we had a once a week phone call. She was, she was going through her last two years of high school with all of the, you know, the, the drama and temptation and other boys. And here I was in Germany by myself with a 18 year old wild and crazy. And I'm telling you crazy. And we made it through 
those two years in order to build. And like with this podcast, this podcast, it, it, it does take work. Good is hard. Creation is hard. Destruction is so easy. You look at you look at Genesis when God created the world. Look at all that he put into it and all of the work and the effort and the time. I mean, go through and read all of the details. And then the enemy comes in with what? With a simple question. Only a question. Creation is hard. Destruction is so easy. So good is hard. It takes work. It takes effort. And and so finding something that you can put your authenticity, what you like, what you enjoy, and what other people want and need, because over time, that it's going to take some, some real genuine effort, and there's going to be trials and tribulations as you go, and that will power you through those hard times as you're doing it. So true. I was just going to say, if I could sum up Lonnie in one word, I would say authentic. The man is not fake. Um, I asked him to take a photo with me. Is he going to be overly cheesy and smile really big? No, not unless he's genuinely already. (laughs) It's just not possible. I don't have to work hard. I mean, it just, it can't happen. But I've learned to just love that you are real. You are authentic. And you know how every day I tell you guys, I love you wildly. Um, Lonnie loves tough. And, and he is the, the tough love guy. And I love that. I love mm-hmm. that you bring that. You bring that to the women that we coach and mentor. Right. He is tough love. Well, just remember, we're called to be salt, not sugar. Ooh, that's so, good. Sometimes I get a little <laughs> bit salty. <laughs> so we were thinking back this morning to how all of this started. It wasn't a podcast um, it wasn't devotional. In fact, it, it wasn't God, honestly. It was God prompting, but we didn't recognize it as God, and God was kind of more... I had to tell Pamela to talk in the microphone. Well, I'm used to holding the microphone. <laughs> um, I, I think God was kind of undercover in it. Um, mm-hmm. We were... We were trying to be cautious and yeah, yeah, we just didn't want to turn anybody off. And we knew that, um, that we had this vision that, um, we needed to make an impact, uh, that we could help people live in a different way. It was just a different way of living. And actually it happened. We were on our first vacation without our kids. It was in 2009 anniversary, right? Yeah, we were celebrating our, it was later. We were celebrating our 15 year anniversary, I think. Uh, And so we were in Belize. We were on this little island off of Belize. And one particular day, you were reading a book. I still don't remember what that book was. I was reading The Shack. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the end of the day, we went to dinner together. We walked on that beach, remember? And um, I said to him, babe, I have to tell you something I had a vision for our future today and you were like no I have to tell you something I I and we were like fighting over who was going to say it first and essentially it was the same thing this kind of calling on our life of doing something to help people live different and the original vision that I had was that we would have a resort And we would bring people into this resort, not just for a vacation, but just like a a life detox for just an experience that would change them. Right. Um, 
retreats. I mean, it really is. It's what today is retreats. We still don't have the resort. It's funny when God does give you a vision, what we recognize now is what it becomes may not be what it what you originally sure. thought it would look like. Right. It, it starts out as, as a little bit of seed. I think very often I look over the course of our life, we didn't... <clears throat> We started in one place and ended up someplace completely different. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, that's how the adventure, the adventure is supposed to look more like a roller coaster. We think it's this kind of straight trajectory from where you are to where you're ultimately going to be, but it's kind of twists and turns and ups and downs. And I know for me at the time there, it wasn't necessarily such a specific vision, but it was kind of more of a spark and a, and a vision. And I do think that Pamela approached it probably a little bit more from a what she wanted, and and I I think came at it more from a what I didn't want, what I saw the problems. Uh, it wasn't called big life in the beginning; it was called something else. But I didn't necessarily know exactly what big life and and what that vision was ultimately going to be. But I did know what little life was, and I had seen that uh, in in the past for me and and with people close to me and how destruction could could take over and and ultimately take a life and so I approached it a little bit more from what I didn't want to see and Pamela approached it more from what she did want to see and I think we just kind of over the course and that's how God works God takes what you're available you make yourself available to him and to the opportunities that are there and Yes, we want this grand big vision of what it's ultimately going to be, but oftentimes God only shows you that first step, mm-hmm. and it's when you take that first step. And Pamela is much more uh, gifted with faith than I am. She's a she's a very faith-filled person. My faith looks a little bit differently um, than hers does. But again, she we talked about it and, and had a, a, a basic idea, and we started taking one step and then two mm-hmm. steps, and so... You know, over the course of your life, the things that you want, and, and listen, I, I know a lot of, a lot of the people that that listen to this and 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 watching us and those types of things. You, most of you are around our age, and I know it's, it can seem like there's less life that's a, that that's there and that is available, and it's easy to kind of get. Uh, disappointed and regretful and to feel like life is kind of passing us by and and the best of us is gone and and what's left that's that's the voices of the enemy in your head that is the path of destruction Mm -hmm. that's not the path of life and the path of creation god god sets before us life or death and that starts in our own thoughts so regardless i hope that you take what we're talking about here today and and that you find a way that you can you can make a little piece of that in, in your life and what you can do with, with what you have available to you today. And really, that's the word, available. What we realize now, looking back over this journey, is God didn't call us because we have these special gifts and talents or degrees. I mean, I don't have a day of college. I have no training whatsoever. I am just a little, we have special gifts and talents, but no more than anybody else. Everybody has something. There's nothing in us that's more special or more better than, than what's inside of you. We each have that. Unfortunately, a lot of us approach life with what we don't have, the things that we're not. I mean, you look at Moses, Moses, how, how often does, does the hero at first say, no, I don't want it. Even Jesus talks about, you know, take this cup from me. 
it, we don't think that we're good enough and that we're worthy. And that's because alone we're not, but take what you do have. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I would like for you to think about is take what you, Pamela and I don't have a lot of things, but there are a few things that we do have the way that God did create us. And how can we take that good? Because good is hard. Good is going to take work, but good, when you find the good fit, then that work and that heart goes somewhere and it fills you up instead of empties you out. Mm-hmm. I think being available, just saying, hey, God, I don't understand this. I don't know how in the world this is going to happen. I mean, we had full time jobs. We didn't have any extra money. Uh, I had no clue how this would ever become anything that would be of value to anyone. But we just said, okay, we're available. We're available. And then I think also it is being available, but being committed. Mm -hmm. It is not available for one day or one month or, oh, I'm going to try this for a week and see what happens. You know what's going to happen in a week? Nothing (laughs) is going to happen in a week. You know what's going to happen in a month? Probably nothing. Some frustration, some (laughs) difficulties for sure. And I think that's, I walked into it blindly thinking, all right, well, if God really wants us to do this thing, I just envisioned someone's going to call me and they're going to have a resort (laughs) that they don't want anymore. And they're going to give us this resort. And that's how we're going to step into this thing. Right, right. Yeah, that has never happened. It still has never happened. If anybody's listening that has a resort, preferably in the Florida Keys, that you just don't want anymore, you'll give me a call. I'll do great things with it. It still never happened. It hasn't. But what God is looking for is available and committed. You show up and you keep showing up. And when you fail, you show up. When it sucks, you show up. When you're sick, you show up. When people don't like you, you show up. I mean, if you could really see the behind the scenes of this, um, if you could read some of the emails we get, it really, it really is fun. amazing what you know what happens on on the other end of things sometimes, and mm-hmm. and how people can can take and twist and. Uh, I know that we're talking about sometimes a little bit more, you know, closely held beliefs and sensitive subjects, but it, it it is tough. And I do think that that's where from the beginning of this, it's important to to, to hold tight to the vision, but loose with the details. Yes. You know, the, the things are going to shift and change. You're going to have to adjust. And instead of quitting on something, can you adjust it? Can you can you maneuver around? All, all obstacles aren't meant to go through it. And this is coming from somebody that was, I was a combat engineer, what we call a sapper. That's what we did. We, we demolished obstacles. Not all obstacles are meant to be, you know, destroyed. There, some of them are meant to be, to go around mm-hmm. and we... We've gone around a few different obstacles over the course of the time. And, and so, you know, how is, is that uh, an example for, you know, what you see in your life and what you're going through? And how can, can you take that in a, and apply that for yourself? And I think what Lonnie just said of you hold tight to the vision, but loose to the details. That's understand that. Okay. You probably have a vision like maybe God has given you a dream in, in you, you know, he is the author of our dreams. He he plants those within us. It's like little seeds to grow into our purpose. 
And so you hold tight to that, but you really have to be loose with those details. Let life flow. It's not always going to look the way you imagined. It's not always going to be easy. It's certainly not going to be fast. Um, And this has changed and just flowed into, honestly, more than we could ever ask, think, or imagine. Neither one of us ever thought, man, really want a podcast. Mm -hmm. That came because we used to have a conference call that people would call Call. into and listen to a devotional. (laughs) And that came because I felt one day God said, hey, I want you to lead a devotional. And I was like, yo, not it. You're wrong. I'll do it for one week and prove you're wrong. And guess what? He still never released me. Yes, we have 1,500 episodes of a podcast, but guess what? There's thousands more devotionals before before, a podcast. We started in 2013. Mm -hmm. January of 2013, I think, is when um, we started with the conference call. People would call in. Then it was YouTube videos. Um, And again, it's just the details. Don't get stuck in the details. Right. Hold the vision, but let the details flow. Don't get... Because... I've, needless to say, I've, I've, I've had a lot of people contact me over the years about doing podcasts. And, and nine times out of 10, their questions are technical questions. What programs do you do? What microphones do you use? What you know, X, Y, and Z technical? Nine times out of 10, it's technical aspects, the, kind of the details. But the most important part is that vision. You have to be able to connect mm-hmm. with people, put something out there that they want to hear. A lot of people approach it from themselves, but you got to think, what do other people want? And then that thing has to fit you. It's a both and. What other people want and what is good for you. And so for me, the, the main point of all of it that, that hopefully that you can take with you and use in your own life is do the good that you can do. Don't we get so and that we we live in a world that constantly wants to t- you know show us what we need and the problems and the issues so that we can go and purchase a pro- a product or something for them and become needy into their world but do the good that you can do and then grow from there things will grow god will water god will tend to sometimes god will prune off and that's not a, that's not a fun thing but start doing the good that you can do and that, that starts something simple today and then grow from there with God's grace and mercy. I will say, looking back uh, over our years of struggle, and I do mean years of it being harder than anything we ever signed up for. How many times did I tell you I quit? I quit so many times. Thankfully, Lonnie was just kind of like, Lonnie is steady. I'm kind of like, whoa, 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 fun, fun, fun. Oh, I quit. And Lonnie's just real steady. Lonnie's like, "Uh, you'll feel differently tomorrow. Um, But I look back and I see why it was such a chaotic, drama-filled mess for years in the beginning. And it was really because I was trying to keep God undercover. Mm. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. God was it's not hard, yeah. at the that's top of this. That's not real authentic. That's yeah, that's the problem. I knew God was calling us to it. Right. But I only wanted to talk about God in this real safe place mm-hmm. when I knew the person I was talking to wanted to hear about God. But I didn't ever want to be, I don't know, my brother was the preacher. I didn't want to be preachy. So I kept God undercover. And I now realize once we put God first in it. And that sounds so cliche, but literally you consult with him first. You talk to him 
first about every detail before I choose a retreat location, retreat dates, retreat house, open registration for people. Tonight, people are choosing their bedrooms for Christmas retreat. I consult God first because I want God in every detail of that. Once we started really getting God out from under the covers and putting him in first place, then things flowed. Mm -hmm. Then it flowed. And I think here's the thing. If you have a dream, you have a vision. Um, It is like holding on to that vision, but just being, uh, just letting go of details, letting it flow, let it flow. Make sure you have God in first place. And when you struggle, keep him there. But when you have success, here's where we often fail. Oh, you do have success. People listen, people follow, whatever. We tend to get full of ourselves and we start coasting. We stop showing up with our best effort. We just kind of call it in. Cruise control. Yeah. Is we go on cruise. Oh, I'm already successful. This is already working. The whatever, the vision, it's already doing good. And so we let up. And then we also start believing that it's us and we have to intentionally work to keep God in the, in the front of this. Mm. He's the lead. He has to continue to be the lead. Mm. Otherwise you go right back to the drama and the chaos and the disaster. Yeah. Stay humble. Least you be humbled. And right? that's, <laughs> we, we don't want that. We're going to work real hard to stay <laughs> humble because we don't want to be humble. <laughs> no, thank you. So I don't know. Was there anything else you wanted to share, babe? That's, I, I just love that we get to share kind of a, a little behind the scenes, a little what makes us tick and how this all started. Because if you just listen to this today, you might think like, wow, it's so easy. It's, it's just easy to show up and you were certain and you knew, but that's not in my experience. That's just not the way it really works. God gives you a a little seed, a little taste, a little vision. And then he just asks you to be available and be committed and keep him in the front of it. Keep him first and what he'll do with it. I have no idea but don't you want to see? Like, I'm so curious with God. I'm just curious. I'm curious if we keep being faithful and committed and humble, what is he going to do with it? I don't know, but I I want to see it. I, I'm curious it's enough a good ride for sure. to wake up again tomorrow morning and do it again. My curiosity keeps me going because I know God is that big, that powerful, and that good. Will there be hard days? Bet your butt there will be. You bet. There's days I don't feel like it. But God's bigger than that. And I'm curious enough to see what will he do with being available, being faithful, being committed, and keeping him first. And what would he do with your life? Yeah, what will he do with your life? What what part of this can you take and, and use in your own life? Where can you trust God and do good in your life? And not just in your life in general, but in your life today. How can you bring his kingdom closer here today? I believe that's our 
purpose on life, to bring his kingdom here. Your kingdom to come, your will be done. Mm -hmm. So our job is to bring his kingdom here, blessed to be a blessing. Mm -hmm. How can you do that today, not for ulterior motives, not for, for gain and for money? All of those things will happen after the fact, will happen anyway, will happen as a, as a consequence of it. But how can you do the good that God created you to do today? Mm. Well, everybody, uh, this has been a special episode 1500 uh, with my amazing husband, Coach Lonnie. And I'm going to invite you back in 500 oh, more episodes. 500 more episodes. <laughs> I get to come back. Unless she gets sick. Watch. She gets sick and she goes, Can you please come and do that for <laughs> No, episode 2000, baby, you're coming back. <laughs> okay, 2000. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I love you wildly. I love you tough. Have a beautiful day of life. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Have a good day. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.